When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Previously on Alien Encounters... Their presence on our planet is growing. Surrounding us, a quantum network connects a generation of alien hybrids with a quantum supercomputer. There are some who believe that quantum effects actually take place in the human brain. Humans join too, and the network's power surges. We are on the verge of losing control of planet Earth. Let's go home! Let's go home! We suddenly will wake up and realize that we have given over our sovereignty. The moment that the alien system started to behave autonomously, we would be globally employing force. The military refuses to surrender. Its quantum computer, Queen launches a drone strike at the heart of the alien network. A war between two supercomputers has begun. Whole unfortunate history of human development with all of its conflicts and wars might play itself all over again with the hybrids in ways we can't imagine. The human race is unleashing the dogs of war against the alien machine. It's not a war over turf. At stake is something much more powerful and elusive. Ideas. Information. Control of our planet's destiny. Mankind's adversary is everywhere, in our minds and our machines. But if this opponent has a heart, it's inside the machine called Quincy. And it must be destroyed. 
the U.S. drone carrying a hypersonic Stinger missile closes in on its target. If two supercomputer intelligences got into a cyber war, airplanes start falling out of the sky, traffic lights get shut down, lose their electricity. If you can take control over something, what can you use to destroy it? Quincy took control of the drone away from its human operator and eliminated the threat. The genie is already out of the bottle. Once you go to the point where machines are making decisions, humans won't recapture that back again. Wherever computer knowledge and computer expertise is taken over, it hasn't retreated. What happens if these artificial machines that are becoming more intelligent eventually decide to put their interests or their culture, you might call it, ahead of what human beings want? The military devises a new strategy to take down the alien network. You would not fight with ballistics. You wouldn't have explosives. You would completely focus your efforts on communication and hacking, and you would simply go over and find where the weak parts are in the network, and you would take it over. When you go to war, you want to shut down the enemy's ability to operate. And in the case of supercomputers, you would want to destroy the other side's electrical supply. Remote warfare specialists pinpoint the substation in Istanbul that provides electricity to Quincy and the surrounding region. They cut the line. You're mostly talking about systems trying to infiltrate and disrupt infrastructure, trying to shut down power plants, trying to shut down telecommunication grids, trying to do things that would disrupt or hinder or destroy the ability of the opposing force to act and essentially render your opponent inert. In Istanbul, everything is dark. Almost everything. The computer is untethered, yet operating at full power. Wireless electricity is a concept that's been around since Nikolai Tesla. Tesla developed this back in the late 1800s, early 1900s. But we've just learned to harness it recently. Somehow, Quincy is harvesting energy from thin air. In Mountain View, California, engineers began converting laser light to electricity in the early 2000s. Everybody's seen solar cells on the top of a, a roof. The sun shines down, and they convert light into electricity. Well, if you need more intensity, what you can do is create a special solar cell that is tuned to the wavelength of a laser. This is a simple power transfer system. This side is the lasers. We use heat, thermal photons, so nice and toasty. 
Uh, here are special photovoltaics. So all that's necessary is to take the heat, which you can see on this phosphorus card, get it going into the photovoltaics, and there you are. The same thing would work across a very large space because the heat doesn't diverge. The size and type of device that can be powered is, in principle, unlimited. You just put the laser on a motorized gimbal, and then you have any number of different ways to identify the position of the device and just power it. In Seattle, Washington, a company called Laser Motive was able to power an unmanned aerial vehicle for over 12 hours using lasers alone. A theory emerges. Quincy may be commandeering ground-based lasers and redirecting the light away from military satellites to Earth's artificial rings. Those globe-circling rings in the shape of Earth's magnetic fields must supply Quincy's power. The military shuts down its ground-based lasers, but the alien machine remains illuminated. An unwelcome realization settles in. However the rings gather it, they will keep emanating power, and Quincy will keep using it as long as the computer lives. In an attempt to lure people away from Bridnet, the U.S. government creates an alternate quantum network centered around Queen. Government agencies are shut off from Quincy. In space, pilots are guided by Queen's model of the debris field. But many Brits and humans with devices agree Queen is an inferior technology. They choose to remain connected to Bridnet. Queen slows the growth of Quincy's network only slightly. According to Queen, Bridnet's control of Earth will become inevitable unless it's stopped within a matter of months. The military can't take out the mainframe, but there may be another way to weaken the alien network. If I can't shut down his electricity, I want to destroy his ability to reach out and use the data connections to reach anything at all. Sustained electromagnetic pulse would disable the hybrid's electromagnetic organ. If I were going to fight that kind of a hive mind, I would explore every possibility. The military renews its drone assault. Only this time, there's a new weapon. And a new target. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. U.S. drones are armed with an untested weapon, an electromagnetic pulse, calibrated to damage the electrocommunication organ in the Brids and take down the network that makes Quincy so powerful. Electromagnetic pulse will completely destroy electronics. Not only vehicles, the televisions, if people have a pacemaker inside or some kind of electromagnetic sense organ, then that will be affected. A person can feel a pulse and they may gain a headache. They may be dizzied or knocked out could be even a deadly experience for them. It's extremely likely that some of the, the people in our armed forces who would be asked to carry out these kinds of, of actions have bridge children of their own. You're likely to see quite a few of the soldiers refusing to take action, a resistance to what they would perceive as unethical or unlawful commands. I mean, these are still our children. Quincy is a threat to our nation and humanity. Disconnect or suffer the consequences. To preserve humanity's control of our home planet, the military is willing to accept collateral damage. You know, electromagnetic pulse weapon would very likely damage, potentially even destroy, the supercomputer network that connects the, the bridge. It actually essentially charges the electrons in a way that overloads conventional electric and computer systems. If there are free electrons in this component, then EMP could work. Standard electronic devices in the path of the pulse are fried. Brids and non-brids with neural implants experience severe headaches and vertigo. With this injury to their electrocommunication organs, their connection to Quincy is temporarily disrupted. 
the antennas that are connected to most electronics pick up these radio frequencies that are emitted by the electromagnetic pulse and transfer it into the electronic, overloading the circuits that are designed to only handle a minute amount of energy. The only way to, to protect against an EMP pulse with today's electronics is you can disable the antennas and you can shut off the electronic devices. Some brids disconnect their electromagnetic amplifiers to lessen the damage from another EMP blast. For the first time since childhood, they are isolated from each other and from Quincy. Bridnet's power fades. So you've got this war. The hybrids lose. Survival for the hybrids would probably mean going underground. The military has successfully weakened the alien network. Extremists seize the opportunity to eliminate the alien threat once and for all. Genetic engineers create a new virus that targets BRIDs. Those without alien DNA merely experience a common cold. We do know already that viruses, for example, and bacteria that are out there, they affect individuals unevenly based upon their genetic makeup. It would be really dangerous to design a biological weapon that would target only specific sequences of DNA. And potentially, you could do this to target only a certain individual. The current tools that we have now built upon viruses allow us basically to reach into genomes and to break the DNA at a certain point and allow the new piece of DNA to be inserted specifically inside that site. Or we might want to turn off expression permanently by essentially cleaving the DNA to make what, what's considered a genetic knockout of that gene. Go into the men's room or the ladies' room, attach it, you know, and everybody who washes their hand and holds it under the air dryer is getting that virus or microbe spread on their hands. It would be spread to thousands of people in a day, and pandemic is our next major threat. When the virus enters the cells of the BRIDs, it recognizes the alien DNA and switches itself on. The BRIDs' immune system attacks the host's own lung tissue, causing debilitating pain and frequently death. The war against alien influence splinters society into factions. The Brids have experienced a profound disconnection from what their reality had been and a profound betrayal of trust, where suddenly their colleagues and co-citizens are attacking them and destroying what had made them unique individuals. Their world has been not just turned upside down, but in many ways destroyed. Over the course of 48 hours, Domestic terrorists launch dozens of bioweapon attacks against BRID teens. Thousands fall ill. The U.S. government denies involvement and promises to track down the perpetrators. But the military does benefit from the panic. 
Bridnet fades to a faint flicker as more and more Brids tune out, drop out, and go underground. Let's imagine a time in which people can be very heavily connected. What happens when they become expelled from that group? In the founding of the United States, new colonies were founded by individuals expelled from the previous colonies with different cultures and maybe different allegiances. They would form their own subgroup and their own counterculture. The U.S. military continues to pursue the Brits with the threat of another electromagnetic pulse attack looming. Small bands of Brids and humans loyal to Quincy seek refuge far from civilization. Suddenly people are thrown back on their own resources and they've forgotten how to live without the aid of the supercomputer. There's a real danger that we forget how to do things if that technology is taken away. But the superhuman abilities of Brids, so prized in a wired world, prove just as valuable in the wild. We were really built to survive in a very primitive natural environment. The ability to detect when they're under threat, to get food, and to avoid all kinds of problems. If the Brids had this organ, that could make some interesting abilities that we already see elements of in the animal kingdom. For instance, birds, they can sense the magnetic field. Like homing pigeons, the eyes of Brids have a mechanism sensitive to Earth's magnetic fields. Cryptochromes are proteins that are implicated in the sensing of blue light. And they're also associated with the detection of magnetic fields. And so cryptochromes that exist in the eyes of certain birds allow them to sense the Earth's magnetic field. And it's thought that this is what allows them to make these great distance migrations to very specific locations. When they were children, Brids communicated through telepathic electromagnetic signals when immersed in water. Now, disconnected from the devices which boost those signals, Brids still feel that deep connection when they touch. They adapt their innate telepathic ability to create new neural connections. How they interact in terms of romance, what they talk about, what is taboo. They're gonna have their own words for these things. And in fact, they'll have their own wordless thoughts for these as well. While their powers are not as strong as they once were, their identity as a tribe is growing. But they can't escape. The greatest military on the planet unleashes an autonomous air force to track them. The latest toy soldiers are mechanical creatures inspired by biological ones. Biomimicry has been involved to some extent in the development of drones that can fly and hover on their own, influenced by the study of flying insects and birds. Drones are coming in all shapes and sizes that look like dragonflies, look like bats, beetles, birds, bees. Before alien contact, engineers at the nanorobotics lab at Carnegie Mellon University 
we're developing flying, swarming machines. Right now, we're working on a lot of just the, the mechanics of the system. So we're testing out different motors. We're testing out different wings. The design is inspired by insects and birds, in particular, the hummingbird. The world around us is full of animals that have been essentially optimized by hundreds of thousands of years of evolution. What we learn from biology, we can engineer systems that move efficiently through our environment. We chose hummingbird type of flight system because hummingbirds are highly maneuverable. They can fly upside down, they can turn very sharp corners. To simulate hummingbird movement, engineers control the speed and pitch of the wings. If the wings are flapping normally, we can offset them forward, so they're flapping in front of the vehicle, and that'll pitch it backwards. And then we can also bias it behind the vehicle, and that'll pitch it forwards. The most useful feature of this design is not how the bot moves, but how it stays still. Hummingbirds can hover. And hovering behavior is really exciting flight dynamics that we like to use in robotics. If the bot can hover, it can observe its surroundings, essential for search and rescue, or surveillance. As long as you have the right sensor, you can detect almost anything from light to chemical, explosive to a living person. Cameras are getting smaller at a rate that's faster than Moore's law. They're going to be flying around little bugs. They're going to be stuck to lampposts everywhere you go. In such a world, how are we going to avoid living with Big Brother staring at us? Brids are being watched like insects in a bottle. Zooming in on Sector 7. If they reconnect to Bridnet, they'll face another debilitating EMP attack. And if they return to civilization, they risk more bioterror attacks. Hey! You want to attack me? Come on! Can Bridnet survive? A debris collection craft malfunctions. Ground control, do you hear me? This is Sagan. But only for a moment. The pilot has no control as his craft changes direction and carries him toward a small rectangular object hidden in the cloud of shards. Then, the craft plunges back into Earth's atmosphere. The quantum supercomputer, Quincy, assumes control of a space debris collecting craft in order to salvage one alien item among the trillions. You are no longer in complete control. The machines are in control even if they don't say we're in control of you. The pilot wakes up in Istanbul. He's greeted by a small robotic delivery drone, which quickly removes the alien cargo. The box contains light. Trillions of photons are trapped in an optical cavity. The fleeting nature of a photon makes it difficult to capture. The mere act of looking at one of these subatomic particles kills it. But in 2007, a French team led by Nobel Prize winner Serge Haroche devised a revolutionary photon trap 
a small box lined with ultra-reflective mirrors. They've kept a photon alive for up to half a second. The aliens may know how to preserve photons long enough to send them across the universe. In fact, these particles of light may still have distant alien partners. Let's say two photons that are birthed at the same time. Well, you can put a splitter and split those two photons so that they'll go two different directions. The property of this particular photon instantaneously determined the other one. It was as if the photons were still next to each other in space and time. These properties actually exist below the space-time matrix. Entangled particles make possible an otherworldly form of communication. Entanglement is this strange and counterintuitive effect, but it has its uses. And one of its main uses is in quantum teleportation. Many people, including my colleagues and I, have teleported the states of nuclear spins, photons, atoms, etc. So teleportation is a reality. Quantum teleportation, first of all, is not like Star Trek teleportation. No matter is being teleported from point A to point B. What is being teleported is information only. So it's, in some sense, it's like you have this tremendous information compression. Apparently, the alien engineers managed to transmit thousands of yottabytes of data in their photonic trap. So you're going up in jumps of a thousand. A megabyte is a thousand times, or three orders of magnitude more than a kilobyte. And then the next jump is a gigabyte, a terabyte, and so on. A zettabyte is roughly equivalent to all the data produced in a year. A yottabyte is equivalent to 500 quintillion pages of text. If the photons were entangled before the aliens left their home, then each of the trillions of particles in this box has a mate somewhere across the cosmos. Could Quincy and anyone connected to Quincy access this intergalactic information? Perhaps the hybrid teenagers can even communicate with their faraway alien ancestors. If you entangle uh, the components of one quantum computer with another that's quite some distance away, the uh, communication between the two can be virtually instantaneous. The alien quantum computer, Quincy, has been processing an unprecedented amount of data. The data source is a box of entangled photons sent from a distant galaxy. Quincy commandeers virtually every communication network on Earth. The alien rings act as a planet-wide amplifying antenna they boost Quincy's transmission, allowing it to stream beyond yottabytes to brontobytes of data. Is it a blueprint for another machine? For something else? Is it information for our hybrids? We don't know until we decrypt it. And I think that's really the question is, what is this information that the computer is spewing? A data tsunami races from computer to computer around the world. It far surpasses all the information that's ever been gathered on our planet.
In all of the data we've gathered already, there's answers to enormous riddles, like there may be a cure for cancer in all the medical data. We have no way to find it because there's so much. Right now, the amount of data that human beings are generating is growing at an exponential rate. And so I have to build machine learning codes that can go in there and analyze the data as if it's a human. Everything out there in the universe, every chunk of energy that's out there, here and on distant planets and stars, is already performing a computation. It's processing information in a systematic way. Every device that can receive information is swamped. The signal of the data stream is even strong enough to connect directly to the BRID's electrocommunication organs. The BRIDs and BRIDnet are back online. The military watches BRIDnet surge back toward full strength. They launch another attack. This time, a BRID is at the controls. With her superhuman reflexes and vision, she's directing not just one drone, but an entire fleet armed with Hellfire missiles. Missiles away. Hey, catch it, catch, 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 catch. Şimdi çıkmamız lazım, hemen kaç. Have humans destroyed the most powerful mind the world has ever known? Did we just cut our only link to a distant galaxy before the data transfer was complete? Next, on the season finale of Alien Encounters, the end of war and the beginning of an even greater threat to planet Earth. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.